0: Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything in it. I'm Biz Paul. I'm here in the UK and I'm joined. She's in Arizona. It's Mrs. Felicia Jones.
1: Hey, Paul. This is going to mess you up, but I'm in Arizona. There's snow on the mountains here.
0: I'm not vibing with snow on the mountains <laughs> in the desert. This is this is not the request I put in when I bought my flight.
1: <laughs> oh, well, it'll be fun next week. It'll be fun for you next week. You're going to get all of it. It's like the menopause of weather. All the
0: weather. Yes, all, all of it. All the weather.
1: But no rain. You won't get rain. But
0: I'm only taking carry-on.
1: It's it's cool. You'll be good. You'll be good.
0: There's heat. Yeah. Well, as someone said to me this week, there are shops over there. That we have. <laughs> so that's fine.
1: We have plenty of places for you to dispose of your fine earned money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. We gotta get to um, it. today's well, a good show let's 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 get straight into what we're here for okay. today we've got a couple of news items and things to to, to talk about before going into our main topic um and there's a lot that's i mean there's a lot every week isn't there let's let's face it but a, a couple of days ago uh, a u.s a serving u.s was he marine or biggest US he was in the
1: air force air force guy he was
0: in the forces for sure aaron bushnell remember his name set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy, shouting, free Palestine, and it was all over the internet.
1: Yeah, if, yeah, if you ever want to see somebody get burned alive, there you go. Um, I don't know what to say about this. A lot of people think this is a good thing. Some people are debating that he already had some mental health issues. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what you do with this. It's
0: tragic. I think the... It is tragic. It is tragic. To, to set yourself on fire, which by all accounts from what I've ever read, burning to death is the most painful death you can have. Yeah. To, to set yourself on fire is... I mean, it has to be... one of the biggest forms of protest that you could actually ever make. And I think it's easy for people to throw the, he's mentally ill thing around and he might have issues. I don't know, but to throw it around in the way that they throw it around for, uh, shooters in schools and things like that, just, I feel I'm an easy with it because I did see the video. Yeah. And he seemed very of sound mind to me. The I mean, I don't want to get like too graphic, and you know, let's stick a trigger warning in or whatever at this point. But content warning. In the video, he shouts "Free Palestine," even when he is burning, and you can tell that he is. I mean, he's screaming at one point, and he is struggling. Yeah. To live, and he still manages a final "Free Palestine." That's some serious shit.
1: It, it, it is. And for those of you, it is definitely a content warning if you come across this. Um, it, it, he said that he couldn't um, participate with the hypocrisy uh, and watching the genocide. So, yeah, I, I mean, the, I, part of me says there's not anything else to say because he, 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 said, he said and did a lot. And yeah. I'm not sure where you go with this. And part of me thinks um, most people will just go to sleep and, like, man, that's messed up and keep moving on because that's probably what we're all going to do.
0: And I think that says a lot in itself. Yeah. I think we've become so numb to extreme acts that they're, I think we kind of recognize that they're extreme and then move on with our lives.
1: Well, because there's so much going on. There's like so much going on. It's just like, what are you. What do you do, what do you say, who is going to listen? Because it doesn't seem like the politicians are listening. So what else can you do? (laughs) Corporations
0: aren't. (laughs) Well, corporations aren't. I think you're right, the the politicians are are paralyzed. A very embarrassing thing happened over here in the UK this week where there was a, um, I think it happened, Yeah, it did happen this week. I had to think which week it happened. But (laughs) um, the UK Parliament was discussing um, a a potential motion passed or or put forward by um, one of the opposition parties, the Scottish Nationalist Party, to call for a ceasefire in Gaza. And just to kind of try and summarize how British politics works, um, from time to time, various uh, parties in the parliament that aren't in government are allowed what's called an Opposition Day motion, and they can put forward a motion that gets voted on. Now, what typically happens is the opposition party puts a motion in, the government amend- puts an amendment in, they vote on the amendment, then they vote on the original, and so on and so forth. Um, because the SNP's motion was very one-sided uh, and just spoke about a ceasefire for gaza and did not mention or make reference to the hamas attacks the labor party were concerned that they could not vote for it because they have been accused of anti-semitism so they couldn't vote for something that, that could have been seen as being anti-semitic so they put in their own amendment the conservatives put in their very weak amendment just calling for some kind of um, you know Pause for ten minutes or whatever it, whatever wow. it is. Anyway, that's kind of just like the backstory. it's mm. cut a long story short, there was so much fighting about this vote and the procedure in this vote that had people, politicians, walking out, not doing things, shouting. It was actually embarrassing. It was embarrassing that governments, like the British, uh, well, not the government, the Parliament, the British Parliament can spend so much energy arguing about procedure instead of talking about the issue at hand yeah and the conflict embarrassing
1: well there you go and that's how politicians deal with hard things that's
0: how it works we can't <laughs> we can't we can't move forward this seems to be nothing whether it's whether it's the uh, budget issue in uh, or sorry the Ukrainian package of support in the US Parliament, you know that's not going anywhere. Nope. Uh, money from the EU, that's not going anywhere to Ukraine. Like nothing, it's just like constant inertia. People just seem incapable of big thinking to solve problems. It's like I don't know what's gone wrong, but something has gone wrong. Maybe I don't know. I mean, and I don't really believe this, by the way. But 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 maybe Russia's right. Maybe the Russian way is the better way. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know. I think we're we're paralyzed by making decisions because nobody wants to offend anyone. No. And and I wanna clarify when I say not offend, we don't wanna people don't want to offend the people with the money. Because that's yes, it's too that easy right. to say we don't like offending people. No, we don't like offending people who are paying for us or sponsoring us. Yes. And so true. We watched the documentary about the Boy Scouts of America last night. Woo. Um you talk about an organization that kind of does not want to protect children from pedophiles and things like that. They just don't want to. And because they don't, Mm. they don't want to get rid of their money. Uh, They already have a a $2.3 billion lawsuit um, against them. And, you know, when they kind of got people to come up and say that they were being assaulted, sexually assaulted as kids, they thought they were going to get like 10,000 kids. Or ten thousand kids and men or, or adults, they got over sixty thousand people to respond. Oof. That's not good. But they are still <laughs> like, and their their toe the line thing is like, oh, we're just we're just a micro, We just we just reflect what society looks like. And it was like, okay, so basically somebody is paying all of you all, and they didn't really go through in the documentary. But I think that's where we are. You won't get any decisions made because nobody wants to offend the people with the money. And I don't think we, even as just peon citizens, we don't know where the money actually is coming from. Mm. So mm. that's our conspiracy for today.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, would you Would you like to know a bit about racism and what's racist and what isn't?
1: Oh, yeah, because you, 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 I mean, this is perfect timing because Donald Trump educated us on racism here because he has been a victim of it. So I would, yes, he, he because has of his orange face, No, it's because, you know, the justice system doesn't listen to him it, okay. and you know, and he has, you know, he definitely has something in common with black people because he caught a few cases. And for those of you who don't know, he has 91 indictments and he has a mugshot now. So I guess all black people love him because that's all we mm-hmm. like are mugshots in jail time.
0: And didn't, didn't he, like, launch some sneakers or something? Is that yes. also something to do with Donald Trump? Or did yes. I miss, no, he did has I his
1: that? own shoe. And, and black people love shoes, too. So they're going to vote for okay, him. Yeah. So, yeah, so just go ahead and just call black people stupid while you're at it. So with all of that, please tell us what is the definition of racism. I am on pins and needles.
0: Well, this comes from a, 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 a situation this week where uh, a guy nicknamed 30P Lee uh, Lee Anderson, who used who's an MP, used to be the vice chair of the Conservative Party oh. f- from what's called a red wall constituency, not too okay. far away from me, actually. Okay. Um. Uh, he said basically, and and Suella Braverman, if you remember her, oh, ex Home Secretary, said the same thing that the Muslims, okay, have taken over, and they have got control of London.
1: Oh, they've taken over London. And okay,
0: okay. They've taken over London and other areas, but London. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sadiq Khan, who is the mayor of London mm-hmm. and is Muslim, um, they're they're all his mates. So he's just it's been they've taken over. Um, he's like just got his mates in his pocket. So all the Muslims
1: know each other. All of them.
0: All the Mus- all the Muslims know each other. All of them. And um, they're all extreme. And uh, okay, they it's so extreme that there are no go areas now. <laughs> Tower Hamlets in London, just so you know. Tower Hamlets and uh, Spark Hill in Birmingham. Now, I'll clarify that actually it was a guy called Paul Scully, another Conservative MP who talked about the no-go areas, and he has now wound back on that. Lee Anderson didn't say that, but everyone's accused Lee Anderson of being racist, and he's saying, "I'm I'm not racist. I might have been clumsy with my words, but I'm not a racist. The Deputy Prime Minister and the Prime Minister has said has refused to say that he's racist They refused to say that is racist so um so we know that that's not that is not racist oh uh, by the way uh, the um prime minister says um oh i wish i hang on i i actually took a screenshot of it because <laughs> i was that like what um this is the front page of the times where is it where is it front page of the <laughs> times uh today I'm proof that Britain isn't racist, says Sunak. I mean, and here's my question. How is he proof that Britain isn't racist? Is it because we voted for a a, a, a brown prime minister? No, Mm -hmm. it is not, because we did not vote for him. Like, nobody, in fact, voted for him to be prime minister. So where's the proof?
1: If you guys were racist, then he'd be dead. So there you go.
0: So therefore, it's not it's not racist. Yes. Anyway, right? So that's that's not race. Um, that's not racist. Um, but uh, using phrases to do with anti semitism that is racist. So <laughs> I feel like we've we've had it all cleared up now about what racism is. we can move we can move okay, forward. With I that think with I'm a clear understanding. I
1: think I'm more confused. So uh, you need to go back to them and tell them to clarify a little bit more because I'm. I'm a little confused of what is racism or who is not being racist versus clumsy with words.
0: Well, basically, the way I would sum it up, and I am paraphrasing. So everybody, please don't take this as my thoughts. It's very much not my thoughts. But basically, what I think we can summarize is um, being uh, anti-Israel is is probably racist. Uh, being being an anti semite is is racist, mm-hmm. but you can totally go for any Muslims. Okay, that's not racist. And, that's that's how I'm reading okay. that.
1: Okay, and there are no go areas because if you say say no go areas is is not racist.
0: No, that's not racist. That's just um, helpful.
1: Y- you know, I will say one of the things I have. Here in the United States, at least for me, not everybody knows this. I've learned a lot of this over the weekend. But when people say don't go to certain areas, I usually know that those are the areas where there are more black and brown people. So it's like I'm going to those areas because I need good food. So there you go. Um, (laughs) So the food is probably good in those areas. So please go to the no-go areas. And for those of you who are scared, you actually should not go to those areas because you're going to go and cause problems. And folks, those people don't need your problems. No Karens, and no Karens' boyfriends down there. So you stay where you mm-hmm. are with your sheep and things. <laughs> yeah. So
0: excellent. righty. Okay, that's that's the only news I've got. Let's uh, let's get on to um, trad wives. You've, I, I, I've not really come across this term a huge amount apart from with you so it's maybe something that you've made up I don't know but can you give us (laughs) yes a sense of like what these people are and what's happening with them
1: trad wives are traditional wives these are the ones who get married are good housewives have all the babies they wake up at 4am to make the bread from scratch feed all the babies feed the husband make his lunch you know wipe his butt send him to work do the homeschool all all the things that go with traditional wivery wifery so that okay. is trad wives and on top of that it is it is a um chosen career field for those in the content creation world so you have trad okay. wife influencers and they give you the day by day of their entire life over the last whatever many years so that is a trad wife. so
0: so I have a question just mm-hmm. to sort of interject at this point, because you mentioned all the babies. What are we, what are we classing as a baby? Are we classing an embryo? Are they got embryos? Are they got eggs? What Paul, are we classing as babies? Oh, too soon.
1: Here? Too soon, my lovely friend. Too soon. We are not ready for that here. So okay. as a sidetrack note, um, nine times out of 10, these trad wives would probably consider the embryo being a baby.
0: Okay, And for mm-hmm. those
1: of you who have not been keeping up, um, the Supreme Court in the state of Alabama, my home state where I was born and raised, they have decided that um, embryos during IVF fertilization are considered children and they should be protected, and which has caused um, IVF clinics to stop working. Uh, to stop that that phase of service for people, so now it's all in limbo because a lot of conservative people are very much for this, but they also don't want to take away the ability for people to have families. So they're kind of stumbling through what that means. And the the reason this case came up, unfortunately, somebody was uh, somebody in a hospital. Don't know what happened. They got d- drugs, whatever. They started walking around the hospital went into the ivf labs and started opening drawers and destroyed some unfertilized embryos so i don't think it was on purpose i don't know somebody may not and i'm not saying drugs i think they were probably just not in their right minds but um they were going through drawers opened them fell on the ground embryos uh, fertilized embryos were destroyed they weren't the ones that were being used but the people you know, the families are like, hey, we should be compensated because this is so foul. Um, mm. They they tried to go after the hospital. The hospital was like, oh, no, we didn't have anything to do with that. You know, not our fault. And of course, insurance was like, oh, kick it up. You know, you keep going. So they they charge the woman or the hospital um, and they use the that these are children thing. And that's how the lower courts threw it out because they said uh, uh-uh, uh, this not touching this. But it went up to the Supreme Court on appeals and now embryos are now children.
0: So I've re- I appreciate it. I've made a massive segue, like, a, like a, <laughs> a, a, tangent, a tangent here, but just, just to say, I saw someone say on, uh, on social media, I think it was on, on threads, um, embryos can survive being frozen. And that is why they are not children.
1: You know, this opens a door for so many things and a lot of reasons why these clinics are stopped because they don't know the laws around it. You know, they don't know if they're mm-hmm. going to get in trouble because now you're not supposed to freeze children. Not supposed to. Um, so can you freeze these eggs or these embryos? And now it's like, what do you do with them? Because a lot of people use the ones that and they had a whole, they had their babies. So now they just kind of have these leftovers. So now people are scared of destroying them. What do you do? Will they catch a case uh, if you destroyed these things? Um, it's, it's, And of course, people spend a lot of money on this stuff. It's, it's not the cheapest mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's a little fascinating because it does hurt a very well-off clientele because poor people aren't doing these things. Um, and... Yeah, I, I don't know because now I guess you bring you open the doors for kidnapping, child trafficking. Um, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, so we will see. But, um,
0: okay, let's get back to Tribe Wives. Uh,
1: yeah, I know you, you've you made a massive segue. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a good like, topic, it, but though. it was in
0: the news, it's a good it was topic, in the news, though. right?
1: So, here's before mm. we get back to Tribe Wives, here's the one thing that w- will hurt. The fact that embryos are now considered children by the Alabama Supreme Court, any talks of abortion is gone. Right. Yeah. All, okay. all abortion things are kind of to some degree nullified even, you know, because they, they were okay with abortion up to six weeks. So now we have created life at the embryo stage. So next thing, mm. they're going to be coming after your sperm, Paul. So just get ready.
0: I didn't intend to go to Alabama
1: you never know you might yeah <laughs> you're coming to arizona i can't say uh, it's no. much better here but okay <laughs> okay I'll, I'll all right keep safe yeah so back to tribe wives because they believe babies you know the idea is they would be
0: they would be into like the babies well
1: life is created when you they, write in your journal they, yes. so there you go so if you tear the okay. page out that is a child and you kill the yeah. child, uh, but yeah. what's so interesting about the trad wife influencers is that a lot of them have been getting divorced, Paul, and now it ain't working out Why? so well for them. So,
0: so I want to take you back because I do appreciate it's my <laughs> fault. But so you were saying that the 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 trad wives are influencers and they've been documenting their lifestyle. Yes. So is it kind of like here's here's my here's, well, I was gonna say, here's my five to nine before my nine to five, but they don't have a nine to five. So is it like, you know, here's my morning routine. I wake up, I make my man a coffee. Yes. I yes. breastfeed the children. I feed the older ones, nutritious snacks, I make their lunch, Yeah, you know, oh, is it that kind of stuff? Yes,
1: yeah, so and before he wakes up, you make sure you put on a full face of makeup and you're all ready for the day at 3.30 yeah. a.m. Uh,
0: okay, so blow job at seven, you know, that kind of thing.
1: That, well, tell us about your marriage, Paul. <laughs> 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 Woo. All right. I'm <laughs> um, you know, their, their job is to
0: serve their husband, right? I mean,
1: yes there is. So, um okay. quite a few of these influencers I'm sorry. um have found that getting divorced isn't it it doesn't work out very well. So, a lot of them got married very young. Quite a few are from the Mormon faith. So, they end up with a lot of babies. And um, now that their exes have moved on, they are discovering that nobody told them that they should um, have a bank account with their name on it. They didn't know that they should put money aside. they they are kind of dealing with the fact that this man's love determines whether or not I can feed my kids now. And since his love is not there anymore, um, it is not going well. One particular influencer, she started businesses, but because, you know, she worked. And that's the thing. These people, some, some of them worked, but they put everything in their husband's names because, you know, my man's supposed to do all this stuff. So all the mm-hmm. businesses were gone since they were all in his name and she's left with nothing. And now she has basic job because she dropped out of college. She has no education and she's struggling. So. It so quite a few of these stories have started coming out over the last few days, but trad wise they
0: ain't doing so hot. Mm-hmm. Wow, I know. Yeah, it's it sounds it sounds like it sounds like they paid for their naivety.
1: Well, and they're not getting paid any alimony, and child support seems to be sparse.
0: Oh, because that's not that's not a traditional thing to pay alimony. Um,
1: it depends on your state you live in, uh, but Ah. you can get alimony or maintenance as they call it, but if they don't pay it, Mm. if it, and you know, and, um, and with people who run businesses, I mean, not that us business owners are shady, but sometimes we don't always get a paycheck, like a full-fledged paycheck. So when there's no paycheck to garnish... Yeah. Money just shows up whenever it does. So, um, mm. so quite a few trad wives are out on the street and they are having a very hard time. So, if you run into one, just feed them, just give them, give them a meal, and tell them to get a job.
0: Will they still have a full face of makeup on? Probably
1: or? because they don't know. Probably because they got to get the next, um, the next guy. But
0: yeah. they
1: are they are crying file, and I guess we're supposed to feel bad for them.
0: Are, we do- are they documenting this also?
1: Um, uh, somebody's on TikTok. So nowadays, which is going to lead to our next story, it seems all you have to do now is just document your entire life on TikTok. And that doesn't really take much, as you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, take takes a long time from what I can tell
1: but... <laughs> Oh, and for those of you, as we segue into our next story, Risa Tisa on TikTok. Uh, Miss Risa Tisa, out of Georgia, decided to do a fifty-part series on who the fuck did I marry, and she tells <laughs> the long tale of being married to a pathological liar who did all the things and lied all the way from the moment they met to even now. He says he didn't do any of this stuff, and um, and she was very methodical, very detailed and um and we got a bit of her story while she was commuting um every morning and at night before she was going to bed so paul i i watched this while it was happening what you watched the whole did you watch the whole thing and what are your thoughts
0: okay so i so i did not watch the whole thing Mm -hmm. because i do not have that kind of time it's like box set material um which is which is fine but in my sort of marketing circles, this sort of thing becomes talked about, mm-hmm. right? So everyone was like saying, have you seen this Risa Tisa lady so telling this story she's doing, she's it's a 50 part, mm-hmm. 10 minute episodes um, thing on TikTok. So I, I came at it from a, well, this is kind of interesting in terms of what, what does this mean? This is so pretentious. I'm sure listeners <laughs> don't give a shit about this kind of thing. But what, what does this mean? You know, if people are watching 10-minute videos on TikTok in succession and basically, you know, a 500-minute um, drama mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: and, you know, people are saying, oh, she's a great storyteller. And I thought she was a good storyteller. You know, she can relay her story. I don't think she did anything other than, like, naturally tell a, a story as she would to anybody else. But, you know, she she obviously decided she wanted to do this and she was spilling her guts in terms yeah, was, of yes, like, she how was. did actually happened mm-hmm. And I thought it was very, very fascinating. But no, I did not watch it all because I didn't have time. But what I did watch was, well, there's, there's two things. One, in the end, I watched someone do a summary. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, you don't have to watch it. I've made a summary of the video. <laughs> so that's, that's one thing because it was so big that someone thought they would make a summary Mm -hmm. and obviously they potentially could earn money off making the summary because people might want to watch that. So that's interesting. Parked out for a second, but then there's loads of like fake Risa Tisa accounts that are basically taking the videos and reposting them on their accounts and actually that's how I first came across it. I, I was playing, you know, searching for the mm-hmm. playlist and I was actually watching not the real Risa Tisa. So I wasn't actually helping her yeah. monetize her content because I thought, I just didn't, she's not, she wasn't famous. So she had no blue tick or anything yeah. at the time. And I was just, I didn't catch what it said and how did I know who was who? And I was just watching it. Anyway, then I've sort of found out that there's loads of like fake accounts. Mm-hmm. So other people are monetizing it. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing, which I think is the worst one of all, actually, is that TikTok uh, suspended her from the creator program <laughs> because of the the volume of um, money that it was going to cost them to to pay her. Why for would they?
1: The to, okay, views. that's just shady. Like, girl, give that girl her money. She needs it.
0: I mean, when I I saw her the other day, she had like 3.1 million followers. Wow. She did not have that many
1: when I first saw this thing.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Wow. uh Right. Wow. Uh, Well, she wasn't monetized
1: because people were like, you should monetize. So she's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So she was not monetized in the beginning. I think she kind of monetized in the middle of doing this thing.
0: Yeah, but I mean still like if you get monetized then all your other content can be monetized mm-hmm. right so it's it's really about um so so TikTok will pay you as a creator if you get the 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 views mm-hmm. whether you're like a significant person or not now she's verified she's got 3.4 million followers wow. now and um she's got a cash app uh account well so that was always there. to do that
1: cash app was always there oh yeah it?
0: okay and you've got a, you can subscribe <laughs> to her uh, as well now. So, I mean, I think firstly, like fair play to her, like from the story, she's obviously like, you know, really suffered, like, and we can we can maybe talk about some of the intricacies of the story, um, but I thought it was just very interesting that TikTok eventually withdrew or suspended her from the creator program. And uh, uh, there's quite a backlash about that.
1: Well, it should be because that was the purpose of it. But, hmm, interesting. Keep us up to date on that. I didn't know all the details of what's happening there, but um, but it was it was fascinating. The The whole thing has been fascinating and the marketing side of it, even though and for everyone who if you haven't heard, she was not out to market this. She just wanted to tell her story to hope that somebody else would not get caught up with this guy and end up doing the same Mm. red flag moves that she made. But it is very interesting now that she probably is probably making money and a lot of other people are making money. So I don't know the future of content creation where somebody could take all of your stuff, put it on a different platform and make money off of that. So that's um something to be aware of, I guess.
0: Yeah, there's so a couple of things from the story that I found interesting. I mean, one is like, he's making money now from it. Because he's got videos on there saying none of this happened and all this kind of stuff. And of course, that's getting views. So he's making money from it as well. But the most interesting part of the story that I had was when um, she phoned the ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And, she, and the ex-wife said, if you're calling me, this is serious. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. She said, it must be really bad if you're calling me. Yeah. Um, and I was yeah. like, gosh, now she's going to be on the chain of ex-wives that get the phone call. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It was
1: um. It, it just as a quick summary, it was an older woman. If you ever met anyone from the South in in uh, the United States, very much a Bible Belt place, and very much you have the church on your shoulders of you better get married, your old spinster, all that kind of stuff. So she, her whole story was she, she was tired of waiting her turn which is something a lot of women know what that means. It seems like men don't know what that means, but waiting her turn, she wanted the man, the house, the family, she wanted the whole dream. And she met this guy during the pandemic and within a couple of weeks, moved him into her house. And, you know, cause they agreed that they were not in this for just, you know, casual dating. He said all the right things. And then that started the whole story of him trying to buy cars every week, trying to buy houses with cash. He sounded like he was smart. She gave up pretty much her autonomy because it was nice to have a man to take care of you and pay the bills. And she got caught up in that. And, um, and there was just a lot of lies. Uh, she, unfortunately she had a miscarriage, um, and her gut was yelling, but she, you know, this is definitely a thing with um, women and being in the South and the pressure of marriage. She wanted to make it work because she got pregnant by a man she wasn't married to. So she's definitely gonna, I'm gonna make this work no matter what. So, and and she just ignored all the red flags. But some of the crazy stuff was he was having full fledged conversations with people on the phone that did not exist. whole conversations y'all not the and not a five minute conversation 45 minutes to an hour with pauses and like you know the hey what's up oh paul my mom said hey oh yeah 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 yeah. what y'all doing over there and pauses and everything and come to find out that a good chunk of the people he was talking to were either were dead which means his brain is working very interestingly or people that he doesn't talk to anymore or people that don't exist. Um, she finally talked to his brother and they were like, all these people, they don't exist. Mm. Um, grandma, like she, he showed her where they were, where they, his parent grandparents were buried. And it was like, yeah, they died like 30 years ago. ever gravestone you saw was not there. So, um, that's what tripped me out about the whole thing. He was having full on conversations. And she said he talked to his family every morning. So every morning he had about two to three wow. conversations, two to three long conversations with nobody, Paul, nobody.
0: That's I mean, that's an effort. I mean, I, can, I know when people have like second families, secret second yeah. families, there's obviously, you know, lies and tales that are, are told. But when there's no one else involved, no that's one. just weird.
1: No one. No one. And I guess when they didn't, when she had a miscarriage, but the one aunt that only talks to him because none of his family, because he's been a pathological liar since he was a baby, basically, nobody in the family talks to him. But this one aunt who comes to find it was his mom's best friend that nobody likes either. She kind of knew he lied a lot, but she just was like, okay, he's sweet. He'll figure it out. But he actually lied to them saying that, you know, the baby was cool and that they, he was going to bring the, he kept promising to bring the baby to see the family down where they were.
0: Yeah. But the the, the weird, so he's not only lying to his wife, but he's lying to his other relatives as well. Like, well, he only had one. Nobody else, nobody
1: talked to him. That's the thing. And like, like some of the people didn't even know he had a previous wife like his brother he was like who is this like that was his ex-wife like <laughs> i mean the <laughs> unveiling is quite um fascinating so even during the middle of this i told dustin i was like so is this something you have to do these days run a background check on somebody you're dating and he was like maybe so i don't know I, I had a I whole it's
0: advisable
1: i had a whole lot of notes from that like run that background check Especially if they got married, and all of it was public record, so she just went to public record and saw who he's married to and everything. So, woo, dating is crazy, y'all. Be careful out there in the streets.
0: Mm. <laughs> or just don't, you know, don't lie to people. Is kind of a motto I try and well, stick to. I
1: don't lie. I think he? I so of course during that whole thing, I, I looked up pathological pathological liars. It is a very interesting thing. And they, a lot of the experts say they don't, the people are still trying to research what that means, but they said the thing, if you're dealing with somebody like this, it could be a mix of some personality issues or bipolarism. But if you have to deal with somebody like this, you have to ground yourself in reality because it gets really hard not to know what's real. And that's why I think she did her storytelling the way she did because I think she had to step through it methodically because I think she's still trying to figure out what's real and what's not real in her life.
0: Mm, Yes.
1: That's scary. When somebody plays with your brain like that, so...
0: Oof. but what a great way to um recover just like have your do your therapy whilst you're driving yeah. and, and commuting Paul, on TikTok and make millions of dollars
1: all she wanted to do in life was take a trip to Paris and London and he promised to take her to London yeah and I was like poor did. baby I, bet she goes. I said poor baby let's t- get her a plane ticket to get to London she was like I just wanted to do the tour and yeah
0: <laughs> but you, you know do you remember Chewbacca mom Yes, I remember her. Right. So I've I've met her, actually, (laughs) Chewbacca Mom. But, uh, you know, it's it's not too dissimilar, right? And, uh, uh, you know, I think it's almost offensive to an everyday person. But, you know, an everyday person creates some content innocuously, not really thinking about it. It blows up. It changes their life. Mm -hmm. You know, she will do well long term. Out of this, oh, she'll she'll, she'll do so. well.
1: I mean, I don't think she's going to make good decisions around men. I think she hasn't learned that lesson yet because she, she doesn't she doesn't need to. She's going to be no, rich. no, 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 no. She's, she's gonna desperate. Be, she's going to be. A, you don't understand. She's going to be
0: at all the marketing nope. and social and creator conferences. She'll be at she'll be at TikTok's main creator don't live understand event next year.
1: The power of the church and being a single woman in the south. Mm-mm, she still need that man. Telling you.
0: Well, she'll
1: have some money now.
0: You know, if she, if she, if she's rich, I'm available, <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> I mean, she's.
0: I'm not that shallow folks. I'm not, I'm not that shallow. I mean,
1: I hate to say it. She kind of does believe things. So
0: There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's a good, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good place yes. to end before I get myself into any more trouble. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I feel educated about Tradwives wives and a little bit about the church in the south
1: and embryos yes
0: and embryos very good okay um well we may or may not have an episode next week it really depends on a lot of different factors
1: we we won't have it on our normal but we might do something over the weekend but because paul is coming to america and we're going to vegas baby
0: i'm so excited
1: it's gonna be fun i'm gonna have pictures (laughs) you guys better sign up for the patreon we're going to have some behind the scenes content it's amazing the behind the scenes we haven't seen each other in 4 years so and we're going to Vegas and he's literally going to be in Vegas for 24 hours and for those of you know you know 24 hours in Vegas okay. is um
0: mm. enough
1: <laughs> yeah sure
0: Okay, so this might be the last time you ever hear from me. (laughs) So it's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed doing the podcast. Maybe we'll see you. Maybe I won't. Um, But, you know, it's been a blast. Peace out.
1: See ya.